0: as May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq al Well, Happy New Year. I know we are three days in, but I'm still going to say it. Happy New Year, Radio Islam family. For those of you who are new to Radio Islam, welcome. We're a live call-in talk show broadcasting from Chicago on WCEV, 1450 AM. And you can listen to us on our live stream at www.wcev1450.com. Uh, and also check us out on the TuneIn app at WCEV. Now, folks, Evan, if you have not already done so, keep up with us, with us on social media by following and liking us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. Now, if you have a comment or question you'd like to pose throughout the course of tonight's show, uh, we'd love to hear from you at 312-750-1178. That's 312-750-1178. Radio Islam family, it is 2018. I uh, just want to mention again that we've got some new things in store for you in 2018, uh, the first of which is our book club. Uh, so the first book that we're going to be reading uh, this month is uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X, as told to uh, Alex Haley. Uh, actually, there is a link to uh, there's a link to the book. If you don't have it, if you want to put it in your library, there's a link to it on our Facebook page. Uh, that's at Radio Islam USA. Uh, at the end of the month, so we're scheduled to have our in-studio discussion about the book. Uh, that's going to be on the last Friday of the month. I believe that's January 26th. And we welcome your input. Uh, You can uh, start that conversation with us, if you like, on our Facebook page uh, or tweet us. Uh, But we are looking forward to a robust uh, discussion about uh, the life of one of the uh, most popular um, American Muslims. Uh, So uh, we're definitely looking forward to that. And then also there is a new weekly segment that we have added, and that is our jobs report. With Chicago's Urban League and uh, we'll be talking weekly with our um, with an employment specialist, uh, Kimberly Pearson, Miss Kimberly Pearson over at the Chicago Urban League, and they're going to be alerting us to Uh, resources job opportunities and programs that are available to chicago area residents who are looking for employment or to improve their employment or just to sharpen their skills uh, interviews uh, interview um, interviewing skills resume writing and things of that nature so those are two things that we've added on uh, this year and uh, inshallah with god's permission we're looking forward to 2018 being a productive year for for all of us uh, in this uh, radio slam family so there um after saying that, I want to just talk a minute about uh something that many of us saw in the news recently uh and that was uh the death of a twenty eight year old father uh yeah, father of two uh and it was related to a false police report that was that was given um whereby the uh, Wichita State Police, uh, not, I don't know if it was the state police, but the Wichita, Wichita Police Department, uh, their SWAT uh, department, they responded and uh, this uh, young man's life uh, was ended uh, as a result of that response. So before we talk about it, I just want to play just a quick clip uh, that aired on the news, uh, I believe it was yesterday. And then we're going to have a little bit of a conversation about it. So uh, once again, before we we play that clip, if you would like to make a comment, um, feel free to give us a call at 312-750-1178. That's 312-750-1178. We're going to go ahead and take a listen to that clip.
1: New developments for you following an online gaming dispute uh, that went way too far. Police have arrested a 25-year-old man in Los Angeles for an alleged deadly swatting hoax between two gamers. Swatting is something that's really gained traction with online gamers, and here's what it is. Someone makes a prank call to police with a false report of some sort of ongoing crime. It could be anything the hopes are to draw officers to a particular address, an address that perhaps of somebody that they think they're playing has this done game them wrong. Yes. yes. So but in this case, the suspect in Los Angeles allegedly called police in Kansas and told dispatchers he shot his father and was holding his mother and a sibling hostage.
2: I'm just pointing the gun at them, making sure they stay in the closet, my mom and my little brother. OK, is there any way you can put the gun up? No. Are you guys sending someone over here? Because then I'm definitely not going to put it away. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and stay on the phone with you, okay? That's fine. Until they get here, or? As long as you need me to, okay? Yeah, I'm thinking about, um, because I already poured gasoline all over the house. I might just set it on fire. Okay. Well, we don't need to do that, okay? In a little bit, I might.
1: All right, so police showed up at this house in Kansas, surrounded the house. But when 28-year-old Andrew Finch came to the door and police say he moved suddenly, an officer fired a shot. Finch did not have a weapon, and he had nothing to do with this online gaming dispute. Remember, this was an address that had no one who was involved in the game lived there. Well, now his family outraged, understandably. Reporter Angela Monroe from our affiliate KWCH has more.
2: Andrew Finch's family is angry. He was shot by a Wichita police officer as they responded to a call on false information. They did not warn him. They did not say anything to him. He opened the door and they shot him. Andrew Finch's mother was in the house when her son was shot. We sat with her as she watched the conference and disagreed with parts of what they said. And I'm not letting go until I have justice. Lisa Finch says her son was never given a chance before police shot him. This is his blood.
3: They were given the story that there were hostages being held here and that people were in here dead.
2: It was a swatting call, a false call meant to bring SWAT to a scene. All because of a video game dispute that had nothing to do with Finch. The family has a message for whoever made that call too. You're a murderer, and you're an accomplice, and you killed a wonderful man. We, have, this whole family, has lost a wonderful person because of your selfish. Finch had two young children, and we're told he was all about his family.
1: Um, I would like them to remember that he was he was very loyal, um, he was faithful. Um, and he was caring.
2: The Finch family continues to want answers after the unarmed man was shot by police on a bogus call.
0: Uh, Radio Slime family, that's, I mean, it's extremely, it's extremely disturbing um, to, to hear that. Uh, and to reiterate this idea, idea of swatting, which uh, myself, which I'm sure many of you, this is the first time that you may have uh, heard of this term. Uh, but I had to I had to look it up, and this is actually something that uh, obviously that that takes place. So swatting, uh, as it was as it was referenced uh, throughout that clip, say it's the harassment. It's a harassment tactic of deceiving an emergency service um, through a hoax um, uh, into sending a police uh, and emergency res- service response team to another person's address. So this is triggered by false reporting of a serious law enforcement emergency, such as a bomb threat, murder, hostage situation, or other alleged incident. Uh, This term derives from the law enforcement unit SWAT, Special Weapons and Tactics, uh, which many of us know we recognize as a specialized type of police unit uh, in the United States and many other countries, which arm themselves with military-style equipment, such as door breaching, weapons, uh, submachine guns, automatic rifles, Uh, and other equipment. Uh, The threat may result in the evacuation of schools, businesses, um, uh, entire neighborhoods. Uh, Swatting is described as terrorism due to its potential to cause disruption, Uh, and it wastes resources and time of emergency services uh, that are needed often in other places. Um, It causes money and tax dollars to be wasted by the city or county when responding to a false report of a serious law enforcement emergency and making false reports to emergency services is a criminal offense in many countries punishable by fines and imprisonment uh, in California. For uh, example, swatters bear the full cost of the response, which can range up to ten thousand dollars. Um. I had a question. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Uh, So I didn't understand the part of the story where, uh, like, what did it have to do with the game that they were playing some, the the people who made the call, they were playing some video game or something like that. But I didn't understand what the actual call had to do with their dispute. Uh,
0: As I understand it, I believe they were playing either a game like Call of Duty or Call of Duty uh, specifically. Mm -hmm. And um, with online gaming, you know, you could be playing folks from around the world. Uh, I remember in my time, I haven't played, you know, in years, but uh, I played with guys from the U.K. and Germany. Mm -hmm. Um, But through the course of that dispute, this is how they – this is how, you know, some people are are, are remedying those disputes. Basically, they're lashing out and they're using – uh, they're using law enforcement where they think the person that they have an issue with. Okay. That and, and that they are calling sense. people. So to they send were it actually.
3: The so they thought they were sending the SWAT team to like their rival gamer. Right. But end up being somebody completely uninvolved.
0: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and the thing is, and if you heard, I don't know if it was played in that clip or not, but uh, his mother said he was not even a gamer. He didn't even play games. So that makes it. Uh, that much more uh, troubling uh, and just tragic, the fact that this is somebody who was outside, you know, the periphery of this, uh, of this community, this gaming community. Uh, my question is, how is this a prank, right? Making a false report to police to initiate a police response over a video game dispute? Uh, this is a clear sign that a segment of our society, no matter how small that segment is, uh, it shows that they have become unhinged from reality. Uh, An innocent man's life was taken. Right. So this this isn't a game. His children are going to grow up without a father. His family is deprived uh, of his presence, you know, as a brother, as as a son, cousin, whatever. And Unfortunately, it's in these types of situations where we want to review. I shouldn't say unfortunately, right? We should always be looking to review, um, you know, to see how we respond. But these types of situations, we are going to review how police respond. Uh, And we're going to want to dissect and second guess what they did and how they did it. But I'm going to reserve criticism for a couple of reasons. Uh, Number one, uh, outside of. Notwithstanding well no I should say withstanding my uh critique my criticism of not necessarily of the of policing as a system, not looking at, at them as individuals but but the critique of uh, the, the our police departments the way they function uh systemically uh, I'm going to say that the great majority of police officers serve uh with distinction and with a spirit of uh, of service and uh, responsibility for the communities that they're serving. I believe that the great majority of them, uh, th- that they do operate from that standpoint. Um, so like I said, despite my criticism of the interactions uh, systemically that play out on the individual levels with black and brown communities and impoverished and communities, uh, the system itself, I believe, it is broken. But this is not the same thing, right? in my my estimation. If you see differently, give us a call at 312-750-1178. But I believe that this is a a special type of a situation, right? This is generally these are specialized units responding to situations that many of us never, God willing, inshallah, will never encounter. Right? They respond these officers, these units, these, these SWAT um units, they respond with the faith that the information that they've been given is accurate and that the threat is real and possibly the lives they've come to save may not have time on their side. Right? So, but I'm going to mention this. What I do hope happens is that the Wichita police department will be transparent in their assessment uh, and in their reporting about what happened. Now, the uh the, the young man's mother she made a plea she she talked about how he wasn't given uh, any notice um and of course we also had the benefit of listening to the one uh to the emergency call uh and to you know it painted a picture uh a, a kind of a a picture of urgency right and i'm sure that that information was was transmitted to the responding officers but still that does not negate this mother's uh, cry, her plea for 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 some transparency to, to find out exactly what happened, to understand why they responded in the way that they did.
3: So I had another question, I guess, since you have a little bit of law enforcement experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the SWAT team goes to a location like that, are these officers, are they... Basically, are they quote unquote like regular officers who are putting on gear and getting into a like special mode, or are these a whole separate set of officers that don't even uh, interact with you know like like street stuff?
0: Well, generally your SWAT uh, and and from what I'm what I'm what I'm seeing here, I don't think this was SWAT uh, okay. that responded. I'm, I'm I'm not certain on that. I didn't get the uh, impression that they did, but generally your SWAT are going to be a, a much more highly trained. Um, unit uh, they're not your your beat officer that's walking around right. uh, they've got more uh, extensive uh, training they've gone through scenarios um, bomb threats hostage situations uh, natural well most law enforcement or uh, emergency response they're going to go through natural disaster uh, response but they are definitely a much more highly trained and and, uh, and highly armed uh, group than your normal beat officer,
3: So they're not expecting to go through that same process that an officer would have, like, you know, a certain set of procedures, like demanding the people to drop the weapon and get down on their knee. I mean, it's going to be a slightly different procedure, probably. Is that safe to say?
0: Uh, I think that might... Uh, yeah, that they, I'm sure there are different protocols, right? I mean, I never served in SWAT. My mm-hmm. my law enforcement experience was um, in, uh, in corrections, uh, and, you know, that's its own... You know its own realm Um, but my familiarity just is is in the base of I know that there are protocols there are procedures for how uh, folks are going to respond and even in corrections we had a specialized response unit as well Um, so I think what this is going to do is that this is going to cause there's going to be a a reexamination of how you incorporate this new variable of swatting into interest into responses mm-hmm. um, and how that's going to look uh, i i'm not i'm not really i don't know if I'm really all that optimistic about because it it, it kind of feels like you know the story of the little boy who cried wolf yeah uh and if that's in a responding officer's mind that this could be you know, it could be a hoax, but at the same time, every police officer, uh, every uh, every officer that, that that I know, the the idea is, you know, you, you're trying to make it back home, uh, in one piece. So that doesn't take that away, but it yeah, it's not a it's not a good position to be in.
3: Yeah, the story I guess brings brings up a couple of questions. Like the mother of the victim said, mm-hmm. she's like, why didn't they say anything? Why didn't they tell him to? Stop or you know anything like that? Went in to give a warning. Right. The point you brought up is also a very valid point, though, that these are officers. They're not. Re- they're, they're kind of taking it for granted that all the the information that they've received is correct. Right. So they're going there and perceiving this as kind of the worst threat possible. Exactly. You know. So they just went up there and just dropped them as soon as they could. Right. Um, so is, is that really their fault for basically believing the information that they were given? Um, seems not right, but at the same time, the mother has a point. Like maybe they, at least they could have said something, like "Hey, get down on your knees" or something like that. Right. Um. So we don't. And at the same time, uh, I think she said the police department itself is selling a different story than what she is saying. Um. So yeah, really complicated and a lot of long term implications for, you know. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And what concerns me probably more than anything with the climate of uh, community and uh, police relations um, is that, well, and it, it doesn't exist the same in all communities, right? But I'm going to make a general statement that these relationships are strained, and a lot a lot of that is due to a lack of transparency and responsiveness uh, when people are looking for answers. Uh, and instead what they're getting is they're getting justifications, and they're getting what people feel like, you know, they they feel like they're getting cover-ups or run-arounds. Um, but there's, and I know we're in a we're in a, we're in a litigious society, right? Everybody, obviously, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a settlement that comes out of this, and rightfully so, right? This 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 man uh, should not uh, have lost his life. But I see two outcomes. One is. Uh, as I said, that they're going to have to incorporate this as a variable. Police departments across the country, uh, they're going to have to incorporate the idea that the information that they're given may or may not be credible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and and that's going to change the way they respond. And whether that be that it causes them to wait a little bit longer, in which case that person that they could have saved may wind up being the person who, who suffers. Uh, and on the other side, it, it's going to be Uh, It's going to be that The fines uh, The penalties For people who engage in this type of practice That they're going to have to be Amped up to the point where You know a fine or you may be You know in prison That's not even even discussion Yes you're going to be fined And yes you're going to be in prison And I mean I don't say that lightly Considering the U.S. has more people incarcerated Than anybody else Uh, But in this type of situation that's a person who needs a serious prison sentence uh, as a punishment and as as a deterrent to the next idiot uh, who thinks that that's okay because they got mad uh, in Call of Duty.
3: Yeah. Um, One more thing to kind of put it in context, this latest tragedy, I think it was a couple weeks ago, like about two weeks ago, I actually read it on the news brief Mm -hmm. for the show. Um, It's a big story about... A man in, uh, I think it was Arizona, mm-hmm. he got shot by a police officer. He was doing something stupid, you know, I think they said he was like shooting a BB gun or something like that in a hotel, mm-hmm. right? But there's a video, there's a graphic video of the police officer really like yelling at him, telling him to get down on his hand. And the police, you can tell the police officer himself is like confused as far as the procedure. He doesn't know the the correct procedure, the correct protocol. Right. So when, when this man is Literally crawling on his hands and knees, towards the officer, the officer opens fire on him and he dies. What? Yeah, this was like a couple of weeks ago. Okay, big story.
0: Look, I have to look at that. That that doesn't make any sense. Uh, just to hear that again. Yeah,
3: it's really crazy. But but that's kind of the backdrop here as well. That's pretty recent.
0: Uh, yeah, we're we're in uh we're definitely in a time. These are gonna have implications. Like I said, for how police departments respond to these types of situations.